Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperoper in Dresden, Germany. I'm very excited about these episodes. That's Greek for I'm very excited about these episodes. Today, Aris Argiris gives us the basics about reading the Greek alphabet with the text Korestis Atikis. This time, we'll focus just on reading the letters, and next time, Lydia Zervanos will talk about some of the digraphs to look out for and the special features of Greek diction. A few months ago, I got an email from a listener, a Greek woman studying in the States, and at the end of the email, she asked, And by the way, how did you learn Greek? My answer was, the old-fashioned way, I dated a really cute Greek guy. <laughs> It was a funny situation when we met, because I was getting a drink with a girlfriend near the theater in Pforzheim, and we saw a table of cute guys, but neither of us understood what they were saying, and she's a linguist with five languages under her belt, too. But it sounded like Spanish to me, because the phonetic sounds seemed to line up. So as we got up to leave, I asked if they were Spanish, and I got a very grumpy, no, we are Greek response. So when we saw them a few days later, it gave us a great starting point to talk about. In fact, many of the phonetic sounds of Greek are the same as in Castilian Spanish, including the voiced th, delta sound, and that whistly sibilant s that we've talked about on the Spanish episodes of the podcast before. So my ears weren't too far off, even though I realized that I couldn't understand what they were saying. As I started studying Greek, I ended up falling in love not only with the man, but also with the language and the culture. Greece has a long and rich history, which includes five millennia of incredible literature, plays, and art, all of the mythology that we keep talking about on the podcast, and thousands of years of warfare with themselves and others, which are still studied today as military tactics. For those of you saying, it's all Greek to me, just know that pretty much every language does come from the Greek. And yes, my ex really did say that just as often as the father in my big fat Greek wedding. It's not impossible to learn, because you can almost always find the root word that we get from Greek in almost every language. It's also quite a phonetic language, like Italian and Spanish. So once you know the diction rules, you can be pretty sure of pronunciation just by looking at the spelling, unlike French and English. The things that make Greek difficult are worrying about the alphabet and the verb conjugations. Oh, and the numbers made me a little crazy because they also declined to match the noun, but the word for thousand declines to match thousand and the word for million declines to match million. You see what I mean. <laughs> but the Greeks are very forgiving. They're thrilled for anyone to try to speak their language and they will be happy to force feed you spanakopeta, dolmadakia, and moussaka while you're learning. For Greek diction rules, Lydia Zervanos had put together a short Greek diction guide for singers for her master's project, which is available online. As you can tell, it hasn't been easy for me to get out episodes every week this season, and I'm about to head out for the summer to go to a few summer programs and work on a world premiere of The Merchant of Venice at the Bregenz Festspiel this summer. But I'll be in and out of my home, so rather than taking a summer pause from podcasting, I'll do exactly what I've been doing. When I can get another episode out, I'll publish it no matter when that happens. I'll put links to the websites as well as to the text for today at the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook 
or on Twitter at DictionPolice. Our text for today is Korestis Atikis, set by Theodoros Karyotakis, a Greek composer who studied law, but at the same time studied composition with Dimitri Mitropoulos. He started his working life at the Bank of Greece, but quickly changed careers to being a full-time musician. He was the general secretary of the Greek Composers' Union for almost 20 years, and also secretary for the National Music Council of Greece. Τι μαρωτάς με τη ματιά και συχνοπεχνιδιάζεις τα δολερά ματόφιλα ογρά και λιγομένα χαλκό καλή μου λαμπομάλο ιδρώμελι τα χιλάκι το κρμί σου αλιγαριά το αργό τάζι χαμό κι στέκεσε κοντά μου μια χρυσή πηγή χαράς όλες γύρω οι φιλενάδες της λεπτής μασατικής πανευγενικά βλαστάρια με σταράτο χαμόγελο Καστανόμαυρα μαλλιά, έτσι ορθώ στο λαμπερό του σαρονικού γυαλό, χάρμα σύλλιο πρωινό, πώς με δένε τα ξεδιάλυτα στη ζωή του επάνου κόσμου σιωπηλές ανηφάνδρες. That was Aris Argiris reading the text to Kores. Kores Tis Adikis. Beautiful. It's a little bit archaic, you know, not archaic, it's a little bit old Greek, but it's beautiful. This is our introduction to Greek 101. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Mostly I figured we would just sort of go through the alphabet and make sure we all understand what the alphabet looks like and what the possibilities are. Yeah. yeah. So obviously the first letter of the Greek alphabet, if anybody who's ever been in a fraternity house knows that it's alpha. Alpha, of course. And it looks... When you when you look at it, it looks basically like an A. If you see it handwritten, it kind of yes, looks like a fish. Yes, 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 exactly. I mean, it depends on how how is the calligraphy of this, but um, this fish uh, presentation <laughs> is very, no, it's very much close to the reality. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. So in the first line, we get a bunch of the the alpha. Ti marotas metimatia. So you hear that matia? It's just an a. It's um, it's a, uh, just an a matia. Yep. Matia. You can say the matia is the the, the look. Eh? Mm-hmm. The glance. And, yeah, you can feel sometimes. Um, not only this, you don't. When you have a T, a, a tough yota alpha, you don't say matia. Of course, you have the tone in the a, but it became like a ya. It's matia. It's very quick. The 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 pass from the e to a is matia. So basically, that that e that the yota letter yeah. becomes almost a J glide. In a way, in a way, yeah. But it's like slightly connecting the T with the a, like. With the art like matia. And he's saying taf, yota, and we will get to those. Yeah. The second letter of the Greek <laughs> alphabet is is not beta, which we all it's think vita. Of, it's vita. It's vita. And it's pronounced like a V. Exactly. A V, yes, a V. Yeah, you're right. We um, find that letter in the thirteenth line of it. Yeah. In the last the second word, Vlastaria. Vlastaria. And ah, the, you see, for example, you say Vlastaria. But I would say Vlastaria. So this is we go again to the effect of the re er ro yota alpha. Yeah. That is Blastaria, and you go sl- slipping away from the E to the A. Exactly, so it's a glide, it glides yeah. through it. Blastaria. Exactly, and you hear the V at the beginning. Yeah, which is not very hard, as sometimes in German language, we, because we say Weiche Wotan, <laughs> Weiche, you know, we say Vlastaria. It's, it's really softly on the lip, the upper teeth with the down lip, Vlastaria. It's it's a sound vo- uh, uh, consonant. A voice consonant. Vo- yes. A voice consonant. You need to to speak vlastaria. Yeah, but it's still soft. It's soft. It doesn't have the the hard way of speaking like in in German. Yeah, 
So, Alpha Vita Rama. Rama. R. R. Look, I have the trouble to say the German so you must I. have also difficulties yes, with uh, Rama. Absolutely. No, but the Rama, the nice thing about Rama is that it, it looks exactly like its phonetic letter. Yes. So, and you can see it in the fourth, in the fourth line of this piece, we get it. Ogra. And there you really hear the, the, the yeah, sound yeah. of it. Ogra. Ogra. It's a Rama. Ogra. It's very similar with this German R in a way. Yeah. But without this schleim in a way. Exactly. The, that rolling sense. This rolling sense. It. It's Ogra. Now, and the interesting thing with the, with the Rama is that when it's followed by the Epsilon or the Yota, then it has a different sound. It has a, yo, a, a an E inside. Then it's a, it's a J Instead glide, yeah. Panevyeye, Panevyenika. Yeah, and that's the 13th line, yeah. Yeah, it's Panevyenika, so they, you don't say Panevrenika. Right. You have this, uh, this, this uh, sensation of there is always a slight small E between the alpha and the consonant. Either, or the epsilon in the consonant, either you say evgenica or you say ke, which is the end, end means end, A-N-D, ke, the plus, and the ke exactly. in, Greece, in Greek, that you have this slightly feeling of the yot squeezing itself between yeah. the consonant and the vowel. And the tongue is very front, it's not yeah. the back of the tongue, no, it's hitting it's, it we very don't, front. We don't have, that's a good thing about the Greek language, which gives us the, the, possi the possibility to learn new languages. All the vowels are clear and in front and open. Mm -hmm. The ancient Greek had some difficult differences. They say y and y means e high because psilos is the wireless psilos. high. Nah. Or omega, omicron means o big and o small. Mm -hmm. We lost this phonetic. We don't know. Yeah. The omega probably sounded either big or higher or closer or, or, maybe. or longer or oh or the omega was a short o we don't know anymore yeah but it doesn't matter this is a very direct language that we yeah want. exactly okay before i forget when we were saying ke we were actually talking about the letter kappa which looks yeah. like a k and you can see it in the second line what looks like is k a i to ke. us ke. 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 but to get back to our alphabet in order which is yeah. delta delta and in the, the third line we have the. that yeah. But dolera uh, I think is better because ta, ta dolera. The delta is very easy. With that, it's, um, we, we call it odontico uh, symphono. It's on the teeth. The upper teeth on the, on, the, on the flat side of the tongue. Mm -hmm. But not that, but with, with the sound of the teeth. Not the, if you go to the sound of the tongue, you have the theta. Yeah. And if you go to the sound of the teeth, you have the delta. And it's so, voiced. Yeah. Exactly. Depends where the sound's coming. If the sound comes through the teeth, th, or if it's not, th. The position yeah. is the same. Yeah. And again, the delta looks exactly like its phonetic counterpart exactly. in the phonetic yeah. letter. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's basically the, the delta, yeah. which is why we do it that way. Epsilon, which is always open, eh. eh. And it looks just like an E. Yeah, it's eh. Yeah. Uh, you need to speak more the Greek language to understand some slightly small differences in the, depending on the word. But on the other occasion, we have this beautiful thing, the combination of the vowels that we have in the Greek language, that we have maybe then we have the different phonetic because we have an epsilon, which is um, elada, for mm -hmm. example. Exactly. Or dolera. But maybe you have an alpha with yota, which is an, an e. Like ke. Or esthesy, which is the feeling, because mm -hmm. it's more eh. 
or you and then the epsilon with the other vowels can change. You can have a with epsilon and f, mm-hmm. or um, epsilon with yota. We have an a. Yeah, we actually Depending. have a, we actually we have, have an, an ev. We have an ev here. Thought, we yeah. have uh, yeah. And this is has this is for example has the the effect of epsilon and vita. Exactly. Although it's spelled, this is in the thirteenth line, and it's spelled with an epsilon and epsilon. So it's an e followed by a, a, a u, which yeah. is the ev. Ev or f. If you say ev haristo. And this again depends on what follows it. If what follows it is voiced, then exactly. you voice it. And if exactly. it's ev haristo, then it's unvoiced. So then it's f. Ev, yeah, exactly. Zeta is the next letter, am I right? Zeta, of course. Zeta. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta. Exactly. Which, when you see it, looks like a, almost like a C with a couple of tails on the front and the back. Yeah, the, the small. The small. Because the, small. The, big one, the big one looks like a Z. Exactly. The, the capital. Exactly. It looks like a regular Z. Exactly. So the small one we find in the eighth line. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Tazi. And then it's, it's just a plain old voice. It's two, both the upper and down teeth together making a sound. And exactly also the same effect. This is a beautiful thing. The same position, different kind of projection, change the, the consonant. If you do z, mean put the sound between your teeth, you have a zeta. If you do it without the sound, you have a s. Sigma. You have a sigma. And it's the same s- position. S, z. Yeah, you can't see him, but I can see his teeth are exactly together when he says it. It's together. The thing is, are you vibrating your teeth? You have a zeta. You don't vibrate your teeth, you go only the, the, the air. Yeah. Clear. Zeta, ita. Ita. Ita looks like an N to us. Exactly. <laughs> but N with a tail, actually. It looks almost like the ng letter in phonetics. Exactly. And, and the capital looks like the H. In the fifth line, we have an ita. Kalimu. Kalimu. So Kalimu. it's just a plain old e. Yeah. I think the the the, the ita is a short. I think when it's going on the end, when you go in the beginning, maybe a bit longer. We say imera. So mm-hmm. it's not imera. It's imera, which is the day. Yeah. Depending on the position of the kalimera, then it becomes a little bit shorter because it's 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 before that there's some consonant. Yeah. But it's all the, the ita and the yota. They have the same sound, even though it should be different, but we don't know anything. Well, actually, Ita, Yota, and Ypsilon, they're all phonetically now classified as a lowercase i. Yeah. So we, yeah. All, we have three of them that, that basically them function that the same in, in the diction. Probably they're useful for the orthography, exactly. but not for the phonetic, for the Greeks. Exactly. Least. Okay, Zeta, Ita. Theta. 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 And Where Theta is one of my favorite ones. It's over here. There's only one of them in this Orthos. piece. Orthos. Orthos. Yeah, we spoke and about it. This exactly. is the thing. The it's the unvoiced delta. Yeah, the unvoiced it looks, delta. It's, it's, it looks, you, 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 you picture it better. It's, well, it's the phonetic, it's, a, it's an Easter egg with a line through it. It's a zero yeah. with a line through it. Yeah. Just like in mathematics, exactly. theta. Exactly, the theta, yeah. Theta. Th- so, but we would say theta. We say the- theta in Greece. Yeah. And okay. it's orthos, very, very short. Be, um, position your tongue under your upper teeth. Th, th. Very simple. No long, no th. Orthos. Yeah. After theta comes kappa. Ita, theta, yota. We have yota. the yota. yota. We, we spoke about it. Which is, which is the, the, same, the same. It's like an I, the same. It the looks same function yeah. like eta. And it looks like an I with no dot on it. No, no dot. <laughs> no, not this time. And you've seen, we've, we've seen that as a sort of a glide in Matia and, and Hamoyelio. Hamoyelio. This is, for example, I think is a poetic freedom. Because in Greece we say Hamoyelo. 
I think he wants to say something different here. Yellow mm-hmm. is, a, is a laugh. Hamoyelo, mm-hmm. without the E, the yellow, is the smile. Uh-huh. Probably combine the hamoyelo, he wants to say something to mean something else because he doesn't want to speak about the smile, he wants to speak about a, a laughter. Probably. So almost a laughing smile then. A laughing smile, something that it's, he built it. There's not, there doesn't exist this word. Yeah. Yet. I think his poetry allows him to build a new word which makes sense. Exactly. Neat. Okay, so Yota, then Kappa. Kappa. Kappa, which we've talked about in the form of Ke in the second yeah. line, but it can also be a hard sound. Kalimu. Kalimu. So when it's. It's the, the K without any vowel. Um, form. It's pure K behind, tongue behind the uvula, closing yeah. the uvula like. Kalimu. You know, Akrivos. Akrivos. Kappa Lambda. La. Lambda. Maya. Okay. Um, this is this is okay. The, uh, the manipulation of the consonant. The lambda is l. Yeah. There's the actually ro- wait wait. There's another. There's one before that. That's that's normal. Wait. I did see two. Here, two. Aligaria. Yeah. This is like the Russians have the l l. But we say for us it's more soft. It's l lambda. Yeah. But sometimes when it's followed by yota or something like that, it's becoming l. Yeah. L. Maya. But if you have a nita, say Ali. It's again a double L there, but Ali. is the end, you keep the pure sound of the L, but not a L, not a hard one, exactly. not a thick one. Exactly, actually we do have or one in, leptis. In, the to, in the 12th line, yeah. Leptis. Then it's just a plain old front teeth, in, and the E doesn't change it either, the, the epsilon doesn't change it either. Between, behind the upper teeth, L, L, but no any L stuff, it's... This yeah. is Russian lambda, which doesn't belong to our language. It's also English. We so, like to do Ellen. 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 Yeah, Ellen. Yeah, okay, what happened? So, but, but you see that with the, in the 15th language, that Maya, then, we, then we get what we have in, it, in Italian with G. Yeah, see, with this, 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 is, this is the G-L-I. Yeah. 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 Which phonetically is also spelled as a lambda. Really? <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. So, otherwise, it's an L, but in that kind of a position, then we do get our phonetic lambda. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, lambda, me. Me. L-M-N. I'm thinking it's international. Exactly. Me is an M, and when you see it, it looks like an M with a longer left hand. Yeah. Lips together. M. Me, ma, mo, mu, me. But what I find interesting is it can affect the consonant before it, because when the the 19th line, we have pos, me, and when you say that quickly, then as a Greek, you would say pos, me. You would voice the S. Um... Posme, posme. Um, yeah, this is this is true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> the, 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 if, if the consonant an S before the M in different words, it becomes slightly has the, the, the feeling of a zeta. Yeah, a little bit Pos, voiced. Posme then. Yeah. Pos, but, but like the fact we have the Zerlina or Zerlina. Which is from is Zerlina. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so then Ni, that looks like a letter V. Yes, exactly. Here in the in the ninth line, we actually have two cases of an N. We have the N, but the N when it's followed by a T, a taf, also has a special special still, problem. This is this is so something that even the Greeks they don't they don't speak correct, because when you have the N and the T, this is a, a D. Exactly. But when you speak, you don't speak koda. You say konda with a little bit of an N in there. Exactly. Too. The, the correct articulation and, and, and phonetic in the Greek language 
when you see this combination of the of the consonant, you combine the consonant and you speak the first consonant before the combination. So you have NT is D, and before the combination of the D, you put the sound of the first consonant makes a combination, which okay. is the N. Okay. As you say, Ebistocini, which is M and P, which make B, but you say Embistocini. Exactly, and we actually have that here in the 16th line with that, with the... With the lambero, M you must lambero. say Lambero. So you do the combination, which is makes N, either N and T, D, mm -hmm. plus in the beginning with slightly the, the, the sound of the first consonant which building the combination of yeah. the consonant. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about the language. See, condamo, it's beautiful. I say lambero, has another, lam, has a rhythm. Yeah. If you say labero, it's dry. It's lambero, tam-pa-pam. Yeah. En bistocin, conda, tam-pam. Omicron. Omicron. As you o. said before, the O is a little O. It's a little egg. And it looks yes, like an O. <laughs> it looks like an O. It's very, very easy. I mean, yes, the O is combined with the Y. Exactly. Sounds like an U. Exactly. It can also yes. be with an O, the Yota, and then it's something else. If too. you have Omicron with Yota, you have an E. Mm -hmm. And if you have Omicron with Yota with umlaut above the Yota, you have an OI. Exactly, because then each, exactly because the umlaut basically means that each letter maintains its own phonetic value. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Idea. So otherwise, it's just a plain old open o. O. Yeah. O. Not o. Not o. <laughs> is o. O micron. <laughs> well, like in the title, chorus. Yeah, chorus. Co, co, co. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Chorus. Nothing. Chorus. Co. Chorus. Chorus. Tzadikis. Ciao. Next letter, just like in every other language, is P. P. Which looks like what we think in, in math terms as pi. Yeah, but this is the P. But that is the this P. This is the P, the Greek P. The exactly. The that you have in, in mathematics is the Greek it's P. P. Exactly. <laughs> it's the Greek P. And, um, it's basically a P, and we saw how it connects with the with the, with e, the M. With M but, other, but to make a B sound, but otherwise it's just always a phonetic P. It's only P. Nice, it's soft also. It's perimeno, parafiro. Yeah. It's uh, more Italianate then, too. Yeah, it's very p, p. No big puff of air like no, in English. No, no, like also in the German, they sometimes it's hard way. <laughs> okay, so we'll after P is ro, right? It's a, a ro. 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 We don't have roll in ro in Greek language. It's a flip. It's a flip. Ro. Rodella, ro rodi, radio. We don't have radio, we don't have rodella. It's a ro. It's a, a very simple ro, like amore. Yeah. And it looks like a P. It looks like a P, a, a P in English language. In yeah, the English language, true. exactly. But phonetically, the P is an R. Yeah, exactly. And now this is where I get mixed up. Is C next or is C later in the alphabet? I would have to say that I would have to say mini Xi, mini Xi, mini Xi, Omicron Piro. Xi, Xi. Xi looks like, like an, actually like an epsilon with a couple of tails on it. Looks like a, a, a zeta. With, with a little line. With a little line in the middle, in the way. Exactly. But C is like a combination of kappa and sigma, but it's it's has in its own life and existence. Yeah. It's a C. And we have one in line 19. Ta axe, axe dialita, which is also a very simple consonant. It's uh, it sounds always because I don't think you can do it. It's already a combined consonant by itself. Exactly. Made up from two others. Uh, somehow, I don't know how and how, um, why it, it um, uh, came in life. But um, 
is the ks. Yeah, so it's phonetically a ks. Ks, yeah. Yeah. So we had okay, then we had xi omicron p ro sigma sigma with the gamma in the middle sigma, of the word. Sigma. Yeah, sigma. Not too, not too much trouble with the gamma. Sigma. Sigma. Very, very easy. Because if you try, then you... <sighs> sigma. Yeah. Sigma. 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 Now, the fun thing about sigma is, first of all, it can be voiced or it can be unvoiced. And second of all, it can look two different ways, even in its lowercase form. Mm-hmm. In its capital form, we've seen the letter sigma. Yeah, so we, get we know sigma. that in the colleges. In the college, in exactly. The, in but, if you're, but if you're looking at... Uh, line 12, you can see that at the end of a word... It's the final sigma, we call it. The, the, the final sigma and the sigma that is existing in the word, beginning or, or the end in the phrase. Yeah. If it's in the beginning of the whole phrase, you have the capital Capital, sigma. exactly. But there is... The, we have the final sigma, yeah. Exactly. And it looks like a C with a tag, or when people write it out in handwriting, then it looks like what we think of as an S. Yeah, in a way, yes. Yeah. But if you see it in line 15, you can see the S casta, then that S looks like a, a like an O with a tail. Exactly. And if you, if you, this casta, if you, if you change the, the, the way of the ST and you do TS, you have T. Something soft like front and softer. Tsekuri. Tsekuri. Tsurekki. Tsekuri. Tsurekki. Tough, which is a T. Yeah, a normal T. Not so much hard like the the German. That's why we have trouble sometimes in Greek to speak to, to, to sing in German because our T is very sometimes very light, very Italian, very dental. Yeah, and um, and, and uh, we need to be attended when we speak. And sometimes that our T has a tendency to be a D. In the speaking. Yeah. So it's because it's very soft. Taver- ta- you say taverna. Or you say... Patusa. Um, um, uh, or, or here you say... Uh, what you have here? Tu. Tu, tu, tu saronico. But it's very... Tu, tu saronico. You don't yeah. say tu saronico. Tu saronico. Tu, tu, tu. And we've talked about ypsilon yeah. already, which looks like a U to us. Phonetically an I, but can be also, as we saw with this, with some of the words, if it's following an F or an up. this is not the of the German. This is not the German Y. No, it's just a plain old E sound. This is the Y. The Y, the y of the Germans is the almost the Y of the English. Yeah. But for us, the Y is not the same thing. Yeah. Well, and, and you see that it's almost the Y, because in, in Spanish you would call it Y. Yeah, yeah. You would call it the Greek, the Greek I. Exactly. So... And we have, and we saw that that can be also the the V sound or the of course or the F if sound as an it's F followed, If it's following an epsilon, it can be F or F depending uh, on how the the word is combined. Yeah. Evcharisto, evgenikos, evexia, evgenia. And the same thing then when it's following an alpha. Yeah, av or af. Okay, taf, taf, epsilon. Hipsi, right? Um, moment. Um, epsilon phi phi psi omega. Okay, we so have four <laughs> phi. So is the f f the normal f of the English language? Exactly, and it looks like a circle with a line coming straight down through exactly. the top of it. Yeah. Exactly, we actually have that in in line eleven. Filenades. Also, no great, uh, no no changes. F is a, is like air between your upper teeth, lower lip, luft between. Exactly. Air. Luft. Exactly. Luft. Luft. <laughs> Aspirate. Luft. <laughs> okay, so, so fi, he, he, he. This is no. 
This you is the say, tough one. The, you say he. I say he. This is what we said also he. that in this you manipulate. You put a little bit of yacht inside. He. 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 Say ich. Ich. He. So. He. Ich. He. So he. They say first ich. Ich. He. Exactly. He. 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 It's more like he. Like he. But he. He. Yeah. So it's right there. It's a paddle. Exactly. It's exactly because uh, this is very difficult for for the Western uh, language because the people they see the he and they say he. It depends on the on if you have uh, if you if uh, the he followed by epsilon you have this yod he hereto heropoli If you have or with a combination of a e, if you have a, an alpha you you don't say, you don't have the effect of the e you have the effect of h hamos. Jamos, jaleco. Jamoyelo. Jamoyelo. You, say, you don't say jamoyelo, you say jamoyelo. But if you say jerete, you have the yot there. So if with epsilon or yota or e, with e or e vowel, you say he, he, but you say ha, ho. Yeah. Hu. Yeah. So after he comes psi, and there psi. were no examples in this song. So psi. Is also like see a, com- a combinative, a combinative uh, a consonant. If we say that's like if it exists in this, <laughs> it's between p and sigma. Exactly. So we have psi. Psi, and it looks kind of like the devil's trident. Exactly. Yes. In a way, <laughs> and also there you don't have really big, big functions of this. Psi. Psachno, yeah. psomi, psihulia, psema is always ps. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing really. It's a, a p. It's a pure thing. You put a p and a sigma together, say p s p s. But you also hear it's soft. It's not. No, it's like p s. It's like p s. It's really quick, quick and soft. Exactly. We don't have really hard consonants in the Greek language. Yeah. Not really. Much more Italianate, right? Much more, Much more dental. Direct, pure, open and quick. That's why sometimes the Greeks are talking. They have a quick way of talking. It's not easy to understand, like Spanish sometimes, yeah. or mm-hmm. dialects, certain dialects in Italy. Yeah, exactly. We have one letter, letter left, and it's we start the with alpha, and we end with the omega. The great O, the omega. Exactly, the big O. And when you see this as a capital, it looks like what you expect from church, with yeah. a little an O with feet on it. Yeah. And when you see it as a lowercase letter, it actually looks like a, a round W. Exactly. Without edges, only exactly. around it. And we and get the, this in the last line, actually. Siopiles. We got too far off track once we mentioned the omega and never got back to it as a phonetic sound. But as we mentioned earlier in the interview, omicron and omega are phonetically identical in modern Greek. Both are open O. You can see that Greek is extremely phonetic and that we get a lot of our phonetic symbols actually from the Greek, so hopefully that helps in learning the alphabet. I'll post the alphabet in both capitals and lowercase letters on the blog page so that you can double-check what you heard from the interview. But I wanted to point out a few special cases. The letter gamma is often transcribed as the phonetic letter gamma, but when it's followed by a phonetic e, the lowercase i, or the open epsilon sound, gamma can also be similar to a j-glide, but this is the j with a little hook on it. I'm not sure if we've ever mentioned that letter on the podcast, but I know that some diction books use that symbol for the j-glide in German because, again, it has a little bit more of a palatal sound than just a consonantal E sound. You can think of it as a voiced Ichlaut sound, like Ja. The letter Jota 
can be transcribed as a lowercase i, but according to Lydia's texts, there are more options. The one that I had said was sort of like a J-glide in the case of Matia, but according to Lydia's transcription, it's actually the C Sedilla with a little hiss in it, and you can really hear that when Ari says it too. The rule here is, when a yota is between a consonant and another vowel, and the yota doesn't have an accent marking, it will often change from a lowercase i to either a j-glide or the c sedilla. The j-glide happens when the yota is preceded by a phonetic v, delta sound, the z, the rolled r, b, and d, and the c sedilla when it's preceded by the unvoiced theta, xi, p, s, t, and psi. Kappa is often just a regular K sound without the explosion of air that we do in English. But before phonetic epsilon or an E, the lowercase i, it becomes the phonetic lowercase c. This is a consonant we've run across before in Czech and Hungarian, where the fat part of your tongue touches the roof of your mouth instead of the K at the back of the tongue. So we have the letter kappa, where it's just a K, or we have the word for and, ke. The letter sigua can be a phonetic unvoiced s or can also be a z sound depending on the consonant that follows. It'll be voiced before the phonetic sounds v, rama, delta, and m. He, the letter x, can either be phoneticized as an x or a c sedilla if it's followed by a phonetic e or e sound. This is something that I asked Lydia about because on her transcripts, they're all transcribed as X. Since the time she did this paper, she's adjusted her work. But since this is the only available resource online right now, just know to be on the lookout for this phenomenon. Before you get too confident and think, I know everything, on the next episode, Lydia will talk to us about the rest of the issues in Greek diction. There are quite a number of sounds in Greek that are spelled with two letters rather than just one. It's called a digraph. And we'd mentioned one briefly with the ni-tau combination being a phonetic d. But there are a whole lot more, including some vowel combinations that also change the pronunciation. So that's what we'll concentrate on next time. To find out more about Aris Argiris, for the link to Lydia Zervanos' Greek Diction Guide for Singers, or if you have any questions or comments for me, Ellen Rissinger, please visit the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a high rating so that others can find it and benefit from it. Thanks for listening. Satapume Sindoman.